Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Herd podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. This is the best of the herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, here we go on a Thursday, raring to go. We're in the summer. We're going to have an NBA champ soon. It's the herd wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. Man, oh man, J-Mac. I love Jokic. I know a lot of people think he's boring. I don't. I think winning's not boring. Winning is fun. He's amazing. I think I'm just like his bad game in the finals, the game we criticized, he had 40. Is it time to start talking about where he ranks top 10 centers all time? It's higher than a lot of people think already. I think so. Let's start with this. Um, His game is so layered, and that's the great thing. It's a little Magic Johnson. That Magic did so many things well. He could shoot. He could pass. He could rebound. He initiated the offense, the catalyst. Jokic, similarly, even a player as great as Steph or Luka, if they don't shoot well, they don't feel the same. They don't have the same impact. Jokic does so many things well. What's his bad game? When's the last time he had one? And what's interesting, I find interesting and really cool about the NBA right now, that Giannis, Jokic, and Luka are the three best players in the league, and they're all foreign-born. And here comes Victor Wembenyama. Foreign-born players, in my opinion, are more mature. Jokic, Luka were playing against men when they were 15, 16 years old. They're not on IG waving around guns. They come into this league having played against men, and they're very mature. They're also very focused on basketball. They're not consumed with their brand or a shoe deal. It is all about hoops. They're also, and let's be honest about this, we're all a little bit like this. I just went abroad. When I go abroad, I feel like a visitor. I'm more gracious. I'm more polite. I'm in somebody else's house or land. The players come over from overseas. They come here, and they're loyal to Milwaukee. They're loyal to Denver. Victor Wembanyama, when he got drafted, said, I can't wait to get to San Antonio. They're going to get a great team player. There's gratitude. There's skill. There's maturity. I love Jokic. You don't see... Foreign-born players, at least recently, that I can recall have a trade request or get pouty if they're criticized by the media. They're not on IG. I don't even think Jokic Jokic is even on IG. He's not. He's not even on it. He doesn't care about it. And I think it's refreshing. That doesn't mean we don't have great players here. But we're also very patient with our foreign-born players often because they didn't play at Kansas. 
They didn't play at Duke or Carolina or UCLA, Gonzaga, Arizona. So we didn't watch them in March Madness. We don't have high expectations. So we let them quietly enter the league and slowly and deliberately work into stardom. It's really a nice path, a really nice path. And I think Jokic is a great example of it, is that he comes in mature and focused, uh, very much about basketball. He'll never leave Denver. Given the opportunity, he's not leaving Denver. Giannis doesn't want to leave Milwaukee. And it's refreshing. That's not to say I don't love big personalities. I love Shaq and Kobe. I love Magic Johnson. But this is cool, too. That if you look at what is happening to basketball, and frankly, outside of the NFL, all of our sports, it's all becoming very, very global. And because these players, they're not in the March Madness buzzsaw. They come in second round, 10th pick, 12th pick. We don't have huge expectations. Now, Wembenyama is going to have some big expectations. But I love Jokic. I love everything about him. 30, 20, and 10. And his response to his historic performance was perfect. When you have a line that's never been accomplished before in, in finals history, what do you think of that? Um, to be honest, I just think it's a win, you know, because if we lose, nobody's going to even mention. Even, I mean, to be honest, I, I don't care. Uh, it's just, uh, it's just a stat. Yeah, that's perfect. For the record, optics and aesthetics and style and fashion has always mattered in the NBA. And I'm good with it. I love Dr. J. I love his flair. I love his style. And that's okay. But this is good too. And this is about winning and basketball, not your IG. I like this too. We can have both. I think the NBA's in a great space. I think they're ascending. I wish our company would go grab some. Uh, I think what Jokic is about, it's almost a football mentality. Get me in, focus on my sport, win games, worry about the other stuff later. Good for him. So this is an interesting story. Now, from time to time, I have offered a suggestion to the Boston Celtics. I would term these as brilliant trade scenarios. That's how I view them. The blogosphere probably disappears or disagrees, excuse me. But um, here's a story. So the Phoenix Suns, like Chris Paul, they don't want to pay him. So according to multiple sources, now Woj says it's close but not done yet. It Phoenix may move off Chris Paul. And I understand. I wouldn't want to pay him big money either. So immediately you hear the ridiculous Chris Paul to the Lakers stories. Oh, stop. Like they need another old, broken-down, expensive guy. He's a terrible fit for the Lakers. Also, Austin Reeves can run their offense. LeBron can run their offense. They need three-point shooters. Chris Paul is a mid-range guy, an old guy, an expensive guy, a broken-down guy. He's the worst fit for the Lakers. Stop. But there is a really, really good team that makes a lot of sense, and let me throw it out to you. The Boston Celtics. Send Marcus Smart to Phoenix, Chris Paul to Boston, and here's why. Marcus Smart is exactly what Phoenix needs. Because of Kevin Durant's history of breaking down, they need a guy that's younger, plays 65, 70 games, along with Booker and DeAndre Ayton. So when KD gets hurt, they've got their other three stars, Ayton, Smart, and Booker. He's also tough. He's physical. I think Phoenix could use some of that. Booker's an okay guard, not great defensively. Smart is great. Coachable. Frank Vogel, new coach, loves guys like Marcus Smart. Loves him. Physical. Not going to be a ball hog. Also, I think Phoenix needs a true point guard. They have one in Chris Paul, but he's not available. So when he's not available and KD's not available due to age and brittleness, it's a wreck. So he obviously fits. Now you say, well, why would Boston want Chris Paul? Hear me out. Who are the Celtics two stars? Young in their prime. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, they play 70 games. They play a lot of minutes. It's okay if Chris Paul plays 55 games. It's okay if he plays 30 minutes, not 40, because they've got that covered. And this team in Boston doesn't play with a lot of intention offensively. They don't have a true quarterback. Marcus Smart's a defensive guard first. Jalen Brown's a wing. Malcolm Brogdon's a combo. 
Tatum's a wing. They just freewheel it. They freelance it. They have trouble getting into their offense. Here's another stat that's clear and inarguable is that Marcus Smart leads the Celtics in assists in the regular season, but he doesn't in the postseason. They don't trust him. Jason Tatum does. You want your wing facilitating your offense? That's like what the Clippers have had for three years. It doesn't work. Paul George and Kawhi are great wing players. They're not facilitators. They're not quarterbacks. They're receivers. It's the same thing with Marcus Smart. He's a defensive-minded guard. Chris Paul is an offensive-minded guard who was all NBA two years ago. Yeah, you're only going to get 58 games from him. So what? Tatum plays 68 to 70. Brown plays 68 to 70. The Celtics draft and develop well. They've got young guys on the bench. This makes sense to me. You bring him in. Do you really want to pay Marcus Smart for the next three years? The Boston thing, folks, they didn't get to the finals. They've been to the finals once. It didn't work. You can just stay and keep doing the same stuff. What Phoenix needs is somebody that is there every night and with Chris Paul and Kevin Durant both getting older and susceptible to injuries, it often leaves Devin Booker to score 45 or they lose. Smart KD Booker and an improved DeAndre Ayton with Frank Vogel who loves bigs, that's a championship team. That is a championship potential team. Meanwhile, Boston, they don't have a facilitator. They don't, and Chris Paul is. He's offensive-minded. Well, he's not much for defense. Tatum and Brown are. Robert Williams near the basket is. They got enough defense. They don't need to double down on defense. They need to double down and find a quarterback and a facilitator and somebody to get them into their offense. So the Lakers thing is nonsense. Chris Paul to the Lakers is nonsense. He's older. He's broken down. He's expensive. Anthony Davis misses games. LeBron misses games. You want your third best player playing 55 games? But Boston doesn't have that issue. Boston's two stars play every night and play big minutes every night. That makes sense. If I was Phoenix, I'd, I'd do a deal tomorrow to get Marcus Smart. And if I was Boston, I would do the same deal. Remember, Marcus Smart's never going to be all NBA. You got two of those guys, right? You got a Jalen Brown. You got, a, you got Jason Tatum. And two years ago, you had Chris Paul. This year that was so terrible, he was 15-9. and nine. He's still, from the mid-range, a lethal, lethal offensive weapon in big spots in the NBA. So there you go. Call it crazy. Boston, you can just sit there and be patient. All right. I saw the Bruins lose in Game 7. The Red Sox aren't doing anything. Where are you going? Got to make stuff happen. Aggressive wins. You can just keep the same hand to the table. I think you got to make a move. It's not a huge move. You're not moving Jalen Brown. You're not moving Jason Tatum. You're not moving your wing defender. You're not moving Malcolm Brogdon. You're just moving Marcus Smart. You're going to get a better offensive player, a true offensive guard, a veteran, a smart guy who can play with Tatum and Brown, doesn't need to be the star. He's on the right side of the ball offense because that's what at times you needed. Did you watch the Celtics play against Miami? What happened? What happened to their offense in the fourth quarter? They had trouble getting into it. Won't have that problem with Chris Paul. Tell him, play 45 regular season games. Play three out of four playoff games. Just be available for a game six or a game seven. That's what ended Boston's season. A game six and a game seven. Not the regular season stuff that Chris Paul could miss. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. 
That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this episode brought to you by 20th century studios kingdom of the planet of the apes director wes ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species as a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. So Lionel Messi is now going to play for Inter Miami uh, on the MLS uh, he'll probably be at least a goal per game, even as an older player. Uh, he is globally one of the two biggest athletes in the world. Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi are probably one, too. He is significantly globally more popular than LeBron. Not that Instagram is everything, but LeBron has 154 million Instagram followers. Messi has 470 million. It's not even remotely close. Uh, but Messi in Miami will look like a little bit like an older LeBron. He will be remarkable in moments, remarkable in spurts. He'll have remarkable highlights. The MLS does not attract stars internationally in their prime, but they're now getting them consistently. And just to give you the impact of this player, um, the cheapest seat for the LA Galaxy's opener is $24. When they pay, play Miami, the cheapest seat is $489. He is a complete global difference maker. I have tr twice tried to invest in the MLS, and I just can't afford it. I think they're smart. I think they're boutique stadiums. Their fan bases feel European. The in-game environment's excellent. The academy is slowly becoming something, but it is becoming something, their academy system. And they are now on a regular basis going and getting the world's biggest soccer stars. I think it's fantastic for Miami. I cannot wait to watch him play. He's fresh off a World Cup performance that was one for the ages. Um, global superstars, I, I, I always used to use... It was my late mother. I used to always say, if my mom hasn't heard of you, you're just a star. My mom had never heard of Derek Jeter. My mom had heard of A-Rod. That's the difference. Sports fans tend to think everybody follows sports. Messi is massive for the MLS. It's the biggest moment in the history of the franchise. Think Beckham times two. And Beckham was big uh, when he arrived here in the States. So and, and, and Miami uh, is, is not right now a great team, so they need him badly. But any Kardashian, he's bigger. The Rock, he's significantly bigger. LeBron, Beyonce, Messi is significantly bigger. Uh, I don't know why I know that, but my staff told me that this morning, and I'm going to trust their right on the Kardashian angle. Uh, but this is a remarkable moment as sports is getting global and the NBA is being furnished with more remarkable international players. I think it's pretty cool that the MLS, our domestic soccer league, can go out and bring a superstar, not a star, a mega superstar uh, on our soil regularly. I think it's really cool, and I can't wait to watch. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Miami last night. Miami, let's be honest about this. They're just not talented enough to not play with energy. They're not that good. They, they can only win if they play harder than Denver and if they hit their threes. That's it. Denver doesn't even have to play hard or hit their threes and can win. Denver didn't play well in game one, and they won. I mean, Denver shot under 30% on threes twice, and they lead the series two games to one.
Denver doesn't have to do anything to win. Denver is better. Denver is bigger. They have the best player. They're longer. They have more players in their prime. They have fewer undrafted players. They have more skill. Miami only wins this series if they play a certain way, which is all gas, no breaks, and they hit their threes. I mean, Denver had won seven straight playoff games, seven straight, until losing in game two of this series, and even then, they led by eight points going into the fourth quarter. Miami's already lost eight playoff games, five by blowout. They're about culture. They're about playing with energy. I mean, Jimmy Butler talked about it after the game, why he and the Heat lacked energy. Maybe, you know, we're at home. We think we did something. I, I don't know. It just can't happen. It won't happen again. It starts with myself. Um, you know, I, I got to. Like in on a defensive end, I got to go up and, and, and get loose balls. So um, I think if I start playing and doing that, then everybody else has to follow suit. I've said this. When I watch Denver, I see a really, really good basketball team. When I watch Miami, I can't figure out how they're here. They're the classic Cinderella story. They play really hard. All Cinderella teams, college and pro, they play really hard. They usually have a great coach or a great culture. Um, they play with incredible intensity and effort, but you're not quite sure why they're there. And Ryan Rosillo was on the show yesterday, and, and I said, have we underestimated the talent Miami has? If you took Miami's roster and Boston's roster and handed it out in dispersal draft, like you wouldn't all of a sudden be taking more Miami players than Boston players. And that really speaks to, one, how prepared Miami is, they're smarter than everybody. They're tougher than everybody. You know, Butler is wired a certain way that you want him closing your games. But some weird stuff has happened along the way. It can't be special, but also to be expected. Because if it were expected, then it wouldn't be special. And that's what this is right now. If they pull this off, Colin, I think it's the most unlikely title run of, of the 40 years that I've been watching the sport. Yeah. There, I, my favorite team as a kid growing up was the Seattle Sonics. And the Sonics had, you know, DJ and Gus Williams and Paul Silas and uh, Jack Sigma from Illinois Wesleyan. And they had this John Johnson, Lonnie Shelton, this mix of characters. And they were kind of considered one of the least talented championship teams ever, even though they had a great coach in Lenny Wilkins and a great backcourt and an emerging star, Jack Sigma at center. Uh, and this team, but but that team in the end, it, it, it didn't have like an overwhelming star and, and Gus Williams was kind of it and Jimmy Butler is kind of it, but they're a Cinderella story. When you watch them, I don't see a championship team. I see a team that I keep asking, how are they here? And they're here because they play with effort and they're really well coached. I do think if you added another piece to them, like a Dame Lillard with Bam and Butler, then they feel completely different. Then it feels like a championship team. Right now, Miami feels like a Cinderella team. We told you yesterday, we thought Denver was going to win. We thought Denver was going to cover, and they did. Uh, I will say this about Denver, too. Let's just talk like NFL and NBA. Generally in the NFL, you have to have a majority of your players, six or seven guys in their prime. So if you take Kansas City right now, uh, Mahomes is in his prime. Chris Jones is in his prime. Uh, Joe Tooney on the offensive line is in his prime. Travis Kelsey is at the end of it, but still in his prime. And then you have two of their best young players, Creed Humphrey, the center, and a Nick Bolton, the, the linebacker, are not in their prime, but they're stars, and they're moving into it probably by the end of this year. That's the way it works. The Warriors, when they had KD and Steph and Clay and Draymond, KD was at the end of his prime, but you had like your core guys in their prime. Um, that is why I think Denver's the better team. Jokic, long-term deal. Murray, long-term deal. Gordon, Michael Porter, all in their prime. Their oldest player is KCP, and he's not... He's. I think he's probably just moved out of his prime. He's 30 years old, so he's moved out of it. Uh, but you start looking at their best players and their top four, they're all in their prime. And, and that's why I've said the Cincinnati Bengals are just not quite as good as Kansas City. Jamar Chase, now just moving into his prime. Joe Burrow's young, now just moving into his prime. Whereas the Philadelphia Eagles didn't win a Super Bowl, their players are either really old or really young. Jalen Hurts now, this year, just moving into his prime. So when you look at championship teams, and the lines are very, very thin on this, that's why Boston's very concerning. Because Marcus Smart's in his prime, Robert Williams in his prime, 
Tatum's in the prime, Jalen Brown's in their prime, and they can't get to the finals. That's why you have to make a move. Denver gets their four guys in their prime, they lead in the NBA finals. Boston's got their four guys in their prime, and they gag in game seven at home. That's why you have to make a move. That's the difference between Kansas City and the Cincinnati Bengals. The Kansas City's core players are mostly, I, mean, I don't even know what to make of Travis Kelsey's in his 30s. I, he looks like he's in his prime to me, he gets wide open, so he feels like he's in his prime. Mahomes is, Chris Jones is, Joe Tooney is. You want a majority of your guy. That's why I laugh at the Lakers. Who's in the prime? See, I would argue Anthony Davis has moved out of his prime because he's been hurt so many times. Now, KD's out of his prime, obviously, but just moved out of it about two years ago due to several more injuries. AD played a really, really healthy 20 games at the end of the regular season. But before that streak, you and I all thought the same thing. Like, he's, he's out of his prime. He's hurt all the time. I mean, of the last, I was looking at it, of the last 236 possible regular season games, AD's played 132 of them. He's out of his prime. LeBron's out of his prime. So, I mean, if Austin Reeves is your guy in his prime, he should be your fourth best starter on a championship team. Michael Porter is your third or fourth best player on a championship team. And Michael Porter was the player of the year in Washington State. He went to Missouri. He's been a Gatorade this. He's He's making a lot of money. He's the fourth best player on their team. Do you see what happened last night? Michael Porter, quick hook, again, was missing his shots. So they turned to Bruce Brown. He wasn't making shots. They went to the rookie, Christian Brown. Yes. Colin, he was extraordinary last night. So when you're building teams like Brown is going to be the backup to Porter, he guarded Jimmy Butler twice in the fourth quarter. And Butler I, couldn't score on him. Did you I see know. that? No, it was very— That's a rookie. Yeah, and oh. he, also you could tell he hadn't played much because his energy was through the roof. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. looked like a kid that just ate hard candy. He was like flying all over the living room. Cutting to the basket all the time, and Jokic is finding him, and Murray, and yeah. like No, Denver deserves a lot of credit and stuff. Huge. First of all, the Denver, the Denver Nuggets have drafted and developed really, really well. And what I like about Denver is, you know, throughout the course of the season, people were like, you don't respect us. It wasn't that we didn't respect you, but we've seen a lot of these young Western teams, OKC, Houston with Chris Paul and Harden, mm. the KD uh, Westbrook OKC Thunder, Steve Nash in Phoenix, Sacramento Kings early 2000s, Sacramento Kings this year. We've seen a lot of these young teams with young players that just can't get past, and this team did. So they're getting the respect they deserve. But Denver's story is one of drafting, coaching, development, Jokic. Jokic's first year in the league, I think he averaged 11 points. Then it was like 17. Then third year, he becomes a star. Well, some of it is luck. We have to admit, okay, uh, Denver would have been an underdog against Boston or Milwaukee in the finals. Giannis gets hurt in the first round. They kind of get pushed around and out. And Boston kind of craters against Miami. Like, Denver got a little uh, – you need a little luck. We've talked about that. I mean, I – Rosillo saying this would be one of the most unlikely titles for the Heat. The most unlikely title is the lucky Toronto Raptors with Kawhi Leonard. We would agree on that, right? I mean, they get lucky to beat the Sixers on the craziest bounce ever in Game 7 well, by Kawhi. They got and a- then Kevin Durant's out. He plays 11 minutes in the series. And Clay busts his knee out. Like, that was a lucky well, title. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I would call it good fortune. You have to get to the championship. I mean, for the record, before that shot went in by Kawhi, what game was it? Was it a game seven? It was game seven, and the Sixers had that game in the fourth. I had money on the Sixers. Still ticked off about it. Uh, Yeah, the coach blew the game. I don't want to go back. Yeah, sure. Um, But uh, that that was a lucky timeout. They got to a game seven in the fourth quarter at home. They were favored, barely won on a lucky bounce from the corner. Mm. One of the craziest shots ever. I was Kawhi a puddle was, on Kawhi my. Kawhi was arguably the best player in the world for about an hour, and that hour was an hour in his career. The only hour he played. You sound like somebody who lost a bet. It wasn't a big bet. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker. For 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport, whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. 
and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Rick Buecher is uh, joining us. So it's uh, Jokic in these playoffs has had one game under 20 points. It was a blowout win. Yeah. AD, who we fell in love with, had six games of fewer than 20 points. So the gap between Jokic and AD is substantial. Sure. Like it's not, and and we think AD's great. Are we looking at here like an all timer in terms? I said earlier, he's like Magic as a center. Mm-hmm. Magic was so layered that a bad game for Magic was like 12 points, 11 rebounds, yeah. and 13 assists. Like Jokic is almost bad game proof. Offensively, yes, he's yeah. always going to give you something. I mean, that, that's where I think that the comparison's a little unfair because AD's greatest strength is at the defensive end and what he gives you there and then the offense is it's a little bit like bam out of bio both of them their versatility defensively is what makes them special and then the fact that they can also score occasionally in the 2025 range is is the bonus with Jokic I mean the reason that Miami won game two is because they just said we're going to put Jokic in every pick and roll possible and we're just going to test him and Combination of that and then single covering him at the other end uh, wore him out and made him be a, sort of an exclusive player. So, but he, you know, you can do that for a game and then he's going to figure it out. And right. as he did in game three. Yeah, that's, um, I, I, I was saying this, I, I like, and it's not a knock because most of the great stars that I've really loved have been yep. domestic players, your Magics, your Birds, your Dr. J's. Mm-hmm. But there is something about international players, and I'll give you an example. You and I uh, went out to dinner the other night. I, had, I went abroad, mm-hmm. and you've been abroad plenty of times. Whenever I go abroad, I'm a visitor. I'm more polite. I mm-hmm. tip better. Mm-hmm. I'm more gracious. Mm-hmm. I'm a visitor. Mm-hmm. And that's just for five days. Right. I feel that foreign-born players come here and there is a sense that they are visitors and they're, um, I don't see a lot of ego. I see a lot of gratitude. I see, I don't want to leave Denver, Milwaukee. It is not a knock on our domestic players, but they have the same approach. I think Americans do when they go overseas, which is we want to represent our country and be respectful. I do think foreign born players, there is something there that like after the game last night, 30, 20, 10, he's like, it's just a stat. I don't care. Yeah. That's not, that's what, that's how they view it. Yeah. They're all about the city and the team. And it's like, I, I think you can have both. I like our guys. Yeah. I like the flash. Yeah. And the ego. Right. But I do think foreign-born players add a different kind of unique element. As, that, well, especially the top players. Because I think that there's one, uh, 
um, they're brought up in a system over there where the coach is it's like a college it's like a college coach here they're in charge players you're not being interviewed you're not you're not getting commercials it's all about the team and the coach and so they grow up with that mindset um the other part is it's just gratitude we're spoiled as americans we are wildly spoiled with everything and we take everything for granted and it used to be that the magic johnsons and the michael jordans they weren't handed everything as soon as they showed a whiff of ability yeah. to play the game where somebody's going, ooh, I just found a money well, train. A prime right? example, like, like the Lakers have to pay AD early. Why? Yeah. You're hurt a lot. You're the last guy I want to pay early. There's this sense that, well, you, he's got a year left and a player option. Play out your contract. Yeah. It'd be one thing if you were 26 and never hurt. If you're 30 and hurt a lot, I'm not paying you early. Well, and the other part is, is just like, I mean, at this point, there's that, but it's like when you first get a young player, 19 years old, you, it doesn't matter the age, doesn't matter who's on the team, you're getting the prime parking spot, yeah. you're getting the prime seat on the plane, yeah. you're getting all the corporate sponsorship, you're, yeah. getting, like, you're getting all the deals yeah. right off the bat before you have proved anything, and now players have become accustomed to that. Yeah. Players here have become accustomed to that. Right. Over there... They're coming from, I mean, you know, you, you just look at any of the guys that have, that have come over. Well, Giannis, it was so stark. When Giannis came over, I mean, my first takeaway wasn't his game. It was like, he's, he's like a 12-year-old kid that's just happy to be here. Yeah, with, exactly. And so, you know, some guys, maybe Jaw, would look at, oh, I'm in Memphis. I'd rather be in LA yeah. or New York or yeah. Houston or wherever. Yeah. Giannis looks at it like, you mean the Milwaukee Bucks want to make me a franchise player? He didn't care where it is. I mean, you can go down the line. The Pau Gasols, the Marcus Gasols, uh, any of the international players, they generally, they're happy that, the, that they're on an NBA team and an NBA team feels that they are worthy of being built around. Yeah. So they're not, they don't, they don't expect all of the star now, treatment. Now, it, it's, I'm not necessarily, for the record, it's not really, I'm not really blaming domestic players because our system has created that. Absolutely. It's, Absolutely. It's, Nike has made our 19-year, Nike's made our 14-year-olds feel like stars. If, so, of course, yes. of if, course our players feel empowered because the shoe culture has created it, the TV networks, we talk about them nonstop. I'm not blaming the kid. No, I'm blaming the, the, the culture. This is the issue I have with the old guys who complain about the new guys, like Michael or Magic or Bird or any of those guys. If they came up in today's atmosphere, they would have been treated the same way and they'd have the same expectations. They're, you were a thousand percent correct. Like These players are a product of the culture that, that we have created, not there's some, been some massive mindset change in the way guys approach it. We all do that. We acclimate. To our conditions. Well, I see How this with politicians. We blame politicians for being polarizing. You're just a symptom of it. I remember Bill Clinton 15 years ago saying, we're becoming incredibly tribal. Mm -hmm. Liberals listen to this. Conservatives listen to mm -hmm. this. He was way out in front on this. Clinton said, it's a problem, and not just for conservatives. It's a problem for liberals. We all go to our channel that tells us what we want to hear. We become, and now 15 years later, it's like it's uncorrectable incorruptible yeah. it's it's the culture so these wild politicians it's just a symptom of what we've created the culture of it without question i mean i am a victim of it myself yeah because at this point colin if it's not a five-star restaurant <laughs> that you're taking me to I, i'm probably going to be busy yeah so that's you've you've, you've the set best. the culture now okay. where I have expectations. So I earlier today, I don't know if you saw it, I, I would frame it as brilliant. I came up with a trade suggestion. I, I, I heard it. Okay. Man, I, I got to say, there was a little bit of heat here. You getting the pushback from J-Mac. I've never heard you that sort of animated or feeling like, J-Mac, you okay. need to see it my way. You're usually kind of open to other people's Not reactions. Today. Not on this one. Okay. So mm -hmm. you and I know Miami's going to make a call to Dame. Yeah. Okay. Dame Bam Butler. Yeah. That Boston run? Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, so you can sit there and say this works. Marcus Smart yes. leads them in assists yes. until the playoffs. So they're telling you 
we're not really comfortable him being a facilitator against the good teams. Yeah. So go find an offensive-minded guard who, by the way, won't give you 75 games. Right. Tatum and Brown do. Don't need to. Don't need to. Tell yeah. me Paul to the Celtics, smart the Phoenix, is not interesting. Uh, before I say it's maybe the smartest trade that you've ever come up with, <laughs> can I... Can can you can you give up the Jordan Poole? Can you acknowledge yeah. the Jordan Poole idea okay. wasn't one of your best? That one, we, I'll be honest. I had a cold. I had, had a lot of cough syrup before the show. <laughs> I was off my game. <laughs> okay, that, okay, that one sucked. Okay. This one, though, it's not terrible. No, it makes a. I haven't looked at the numbers, so I don't know how feasible it our, is. Our, guy, our guys looked at the numbers. Somebody's got to send somebody else a bench player or something like that. Okay. I, like I don't know that it's a straight up trade. If I am, if I'm Boston, I want a little something extra because yeah. I don't know how long Chris Paul is going to be there. This right. is a short term thing, but it makes a ton of sense for both teams. Marcus Smart, like he doesn't have to be the same kind of facilitator with Phoenix because. You've got KD and Booker that, that are going to handle the ball most of the time anyway, and they're going to be very aggressive in doing it. KD and Booker are a, a completely different package than Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And defensively, he gives you what Chris Paul once upon a time could. Did. Yes. Right? And he can space the floor a little bit with, you know, he's streaky as a three-point shooter, but and, he, and he, brings, he brings the same sort of Chris Paul attitude and that we're going to play hard at both ends. Uh, and conversely, you don't have to play Chris Paul a whole lot. You can save him for the playoffs. J-Mac. Because you've got Derek White and you've got Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon's a, a starting point guard combo in guard? this league Yeah, most of the time, uh, you know, on, on almost any other team. You're bringing Chris Paul for two years Yeah, and to get a ring. Yeah. That's all you're bringing him I, for. I like it. I like it. And I, and I think his, the demand that he would put on, like it would be a little shock to the system for Jason Tatum. Yep. And Jalen Brown. He'd get and, after him. And, and him getting after them is a little bit different than Marcus Smart. Yeah, because he he's comes a Hall with of bigger credentials. Exactly. So um, I'm, I'm with you. And I'm, J Mac, were, were you just pushing back just, 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 just to push do radio? Back? I mean, it, it, like, it's, it's early. You got to let these things marinate for a little while. You um, never let anything marinate. You are like the fast food guy. Like, as soon as you get a tasty <laughs> morsel, you are chomping on that. Are you kidding me? I, I You're guess not, I, Mr. The concern here would be Marcus Smart is usually guarding their best defensive, uh, the opposing team best offensive guard. Yeah. That will now rely on Jalen Brown. So Tatum will have to guard someone a little bit better. Because Chris Paul, we know he's not going to be around all the time. Right, Rick? Right. You can't count on him in the clutch. But you know what? Derek, they have a, Derek White's a very Derek good White's defender. good. And they have a rim protector and they have Tatum. So they've got a Derek White. Tatum, rim protector, they're fine defensively. So fine. Why doesn't Boston who's the do rim this? protector? Why would they? What, well, who what says is, they're not? I guarantee you right now they're watching the show and they're bringing people in a big room and they're considering this. <laughs> this thing may be done yeah. by four o'clock. <laughs> okay, Buker, are you on the show after us today? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, no, the two shows after. Uh, two shows. Yeah. yeah. I, get, I, I get lost on it. Yeah. All right, Rick Buker. Hey, we can go out. That's uh, it. Okay, okay, I'll give you one more question. I got like, I, well, I gave you five questions. You know what? It was uh, so well, I'm on. here just to supplement your trade idea. That's why I was here. <laughs> wow. Okay, okay, one more. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. One more. <laughs> I, I, I'm hearing this. Yes. That is Michael Malone. <laughs> A, a great coach. Are you hearing this? Are you hearing it from my right? Okay. <laughs> so is Michael Malone a great coach when you talk to people in the league, or is this just anybody with Jokic? Well, how is he viewed? No, he's he's a he's a great coach. He's a good to very good coach. Okay. What he has done is the same thing as what Eric Spolstra has done as far as creating a culture. I don't know if he's quite as what what Jokic gives him. I mean, look, he's a defensive coach. Yeah. And he will get guys to play hard and he will get them in the right positions. You can't teach what Jokic does. He's smart enough to know, let me give Jokic the latitude to make decisions. And the same with Jamal Murray. Um, both of them. Like they, and it was on full display in this last game. Like their creativity and ability to read each other, 
that's, that's not play calling. That's like two great basketball players being able to read the defense and knowing what they want to do. You just got to put them in the right place and motivate them. And that's what Michael Malone does. Their length is... Yeah, um, well, I, I, that's why I picked it, you know, I picked the series in five. Because I was like, they can play with the same discipline and effort. They've demonstrated that. And they're just bigger. I, I mean, they can do, they can shoot the same. They can drive the same. They can ball handle the same. And they're bigger. It's sometimes it comes down to as simple as that. No, they are. And and it's also they had won seven straight games before they lost in game two. And they led that going into the fourth by yeah. eight. Yeah, like they, they, they you get the when you rely heavily on points in the paint and twos, you kind of have Miami has these wild fluctuations. Right, right. Denver gives you the same damn game every night. Well, and and Miami has to get out in front and make it a three point shooting contest to beat Denver. That's the one – Spolster's been great at finding the one strength in every series that his team might have over the other team. They might not be better overall, but he'll find that one element that we're better at, and then he will just milk it for all it's worth. In this series, it's three-point shooting. But you can only do that if you get out in front. If Denver gets a lead, they're comfortable trading twos for threes. Now it puts pressure on Miami to have to make threes. Changes the whole dynamic. Okay, hey, can we throw another one at you? Oh, what do you want? Yeah, to yeah. Know? So, uh, Rick, Michael Malone arrived in Denver at the same time as Jokic, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Jokic was a second-round pick. There was a Taco Bell commercial airing when he was drafted. Yeah. I'm not saying Jokic is nothing without Malone, but in some world, like, Jokic is what he is because of Malone. Jamal Murray was drafted lottery like everybody liked him, but he's emerging as a superstar. Like, it's not like Malone parachuted in and took these guys to the next level. He's been with them throughout their careers. Well, he That's said why he I'm a, saying he's, he's a very good coach. Yeah. Is he one of the four best coaches in the league right now on Man, the Mount boy, Rushmore? Current a, coaches. Curse, Spolstra, Pop. There's yeah. only one space but, left. Hold on, Rick. Uh, Pop I mean, right now? There, look, there's some coaches right now that like Will Hardy in, in, in Utah. Yeah. I, I have immense respect for. Ty I Lue. think he's going to be a great coach. Ty Lue is a... Is, I'm putting Ty Lu. So am I. Four. Yeah. I, I mean, again, this is the difference. I, the, yeah, I got to put Ty Lu ahead. Ty I'm Lue putting Ty Lu ahead of Michael Moore. Yeah, Ty, Ty, Ty Lu's coach, LeBron, Kawhi Leonard, oh, Paul God. George. Yeah, okay. He, yeah. okay, team, find me. Without, okay, yeah, without, no, no big deal. without Kawhi, without Paul George, he got the Clippers to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. So was if, what, if uh, Michael Malone without team? Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray, did he get – oh, no, he didn't. He had Jokic. And they didn't get out of the first he round against the Golden me, State Let me Warriors, ask you this, so. J-Mac. Hmm? Find me all the coaches who have a ring with no great players. There's none ever. Uh, you know what I hate about this? Probably correct. How did we end up, ba- like, we're bagging on yeah, Michael exactly. Malone at yeah. this point. No, I'm blaming he, you. I, exactly. I'm blaming, you guys aren't giving him the props. No, 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 no. I'm greatest. blaming you because great. you brought it up and you oversold it. We, we, we wouldn't have to pull back the reins if you weren't out there in front. Yeah. Give, give Damn Malone it, J-Mac. They did it again. Popovich props this for is winning what I with mean. Tim Duncan and David the, Robinson. This is, would, let it marinate. Let Michael Malone's success marinate that before would be like you start you going out. up there on the top shelf. That would be like you going out and saying, uh, prime example, Justin Herbert is the greatest quarterback in the league. He and I are like, whoa, 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 he's like five, and then we look like we're bashing yeah, Justin now Herbert. We're killing, now we're killing Justin. We don't like Justin Herbert. I'm we're just haters. asking you where Malone ranks currently in the NBA. Five. I said coaches. five. Yeah, that's... Right? That's what? Rick, I, I, okay. Rick, whoa, whoa, whoa. what has Popovich done since Tim Duncan retired? Okay, well, hold on a second. I mean, we're not doing resumes here. We're doing coaching in the league No, right we're now. talking about the ability to coach. I mean, you got to have players to be able to coach Certainly. to go somewhere. Since when is the fifth best coach in the league a bum? He's about to win a title with Who's the okay? first time in Denver history with Jokic and a no all-star Wait a minute. Jamal Murray. Jokic is a two-time MVP. He is, you, correct. You said, you said that like he's... You know, he, he didn't win the MVP this year because guys like you were pumping up Joel Embiid for the last three months. Oh Lord! And the other network the way, and all these. Bozos, I'll give you an example people. of how bad Joel Embiid. What would you? You know what? You're just you're just shooting wildly now, trying yeah. to you know what you're doing? Michael Malone you know you're and the doing? best team in the NBA. You're doing what a bad GM does: ready, fire, <laughs> aim. <laughs> you're firing before you're aiming. Ready, fire, okay. aim. So Michael Malone, fifth best coach in the league. Let's just file that away, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Goodness. So think about this. Who is the fifth best NFL coach to give it some perspective? Yeah. So Andy Reid, Belichick, or really, uh, 
McVay. Oh, Kyle Shanahan. Uh, Pete Carroll's in that thing. Maybe Mike McDaniel? Sean Payton. Sean Payton. Okay, Sean. So that's your five. So if Sean Payton's your fifth best coach, that's a Hall of Fame coach. Mike Tomlin's not probably six. Harbaugh. So we're saying Mike Malone's Harbaugh the, six. Well, he's up there. Oof, a little disrespectful. Uh, to if you're the fifth best, you coach. you guys start giving guys more props than this. Come Listen, on. tomorrow Wait I'll talk about NHL coaches. He's the sixth best coach in the NFL, and that's disrespectful. John Harbaugh. He's one of the most tenured coaches in the league. Okay, it's, who does more with less? Who made Lamar Jackson? Okay, so how high do you want to put him? I think he's probably top three or four. Oh, okay, we so have him five. You have him so four, and it's outrageous. Okay, here we go. Here we go. This is real. Kyle Shanahan, who you have three, you said? Now, here you say three? Well, I said. I hate Andy doing these lists Reed, off the cuff. Belichick, Pete Carroll. They're all great. Yeah, Pete okay. Carroll. Oof. So I have Shanahan sixth is a By compliment. McVeigh's got a ring. Like he's four. Well, what am I going to do with McVeigh? He's got well, a again, ring. One ring. Uh, Harbaugh has a ring. One okay. ring. Okay. They each have Wait, one. Hold on, hold on a second. Like, what has Harbaugh done where sixth is an insult? Oh, I don't know. Jeez. Huh? I mean, dude, let's see. Joe They're Flacco. Consistently oh, that's a Hall of Fame quarterback, Joe Flacco. And then turns Lamar Jackson from end of How the first round pick that? into an MVP. Mike Montgomery and, did that. See, again, you make us badmouth a coach we yeah, both now like. Now we're killing. We have to kill people because you're putting them you up way to too high. You don't have to kill anyone, but Shanahan above Harbaugh, that feels like a bit of a slight. No? I think they're both excellent. They're both great coaches. So we're splitting hairs on greatness. Is no, that what you, the problem no, is? You're, you're, what I'm you're not, doing I'm is... I'm definitive. You, you literally, he, here's, here's what he just, he just did this. <laughs> he comes out and says... Godfather's the best, uh, not God, yeah, but yeah, The Godfather's the best movie ever. And I would say uh, it's top six. I mean, Godfather 2 might be better, but anyway. And, and because we would say Godfather is six, you think we're bad mouthing Godfather. Godfather? Yeah. We're not. Goodfellas is better, but I like Godfather Good, Goodfellas too. Goodfellas is. Goodfellas that's is better. That's one thing I can agree with you on. Good, Goodfellas is. Goodfellas is the best. Great. That's the best mob that's movie ever. That's the one ever. thing. That's the God, one you, thing you, you can agree with. Let's go back to your with. Godfather 2 take. Oh, dear. What was that? Oh, we'll, go, we'll get back to that. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Let's, hey, let's just put a pin in You're not going to get top 10? Three. That's an insult. Godfather 3. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we got to take a break here. I, I'm so back on spots, Rick Buecher. <laughs> Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 